Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us today. Once again, if you're just getting in the car or turning on your radio, we are coming to you live from Phoenix Weaponry. We are at 1822 Skyway Drive, just off of Highway 119, uh, right off I-25, just about a mile up uh, west. And um, come see us. We are going to be here uh, for at least another hour. But um, Aaron is with us, uh, Casey, the owner, and we'll get with Aaron in just a second. But I believe that's going to be going until 6 o'clock. So, Aaron, thanks for having us out. Anytime. Thanks for you guys coming out. Hey, man, great to be here. Beautiful weather. Had a yeah. wind burst of about 20 <laughs> seconds. It about destroyed us all. But, uh, that broke uh, the sim range, unfortunately. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. man bomber but beautiful day the grill is hot we've got food we've got drinks and uh, a lot of great other sponsors are out here with us as well just to mention a few friends of the nra castlegate knives friends of ours out in sedalia black force tactical steiner liberty firearms american mountain supply uh, long shadow holsters and uh, just a, a lot of people out here so come out and join the fun again a beautiful day Again, this is Sportsman of Colorado, and uh, we want to thank you for being with us. And um, Phoenix Weaponry, they have been a terrific partner with us now for a number of years. And, uh, boy, just makes superior, superior products. I actually picked up one of mine they had done a little tweaking, too. And so going to be doing some shooting here after the show and looking forward to that. So, Aaron, when you look around, I think about Alan and I, uh, Stack. We're talking about this, and Alan Stack from Stack Off is going to join us in a little bit. But, uh, you know, think of the very first open house we did. <laughs> little different from today man there's people everywhere tents everywhere it's pretty cool yeah it's kind of nice to see everybody come out and hang out with us all of our industry partners uh, long shadow holster we do a lot of stuff with the friends of the nra we got the guys from uh, let's see liberty u.s liberty usa liberty farms institute we got uh, steiner optics out here we've got uh, the guys from u.s law shield they do a lot for us cascade knives we love their stuff i always carry one of them around sure and we got the guys from black forest tactical nitu company performance optics they're a good friend of ours from one of the tanner gun shows we're always next to those guys and we got the guys from ams mountain supply they actually do all of the our bags for our competition shooters so there's oh, all cool. gun bags so they're good people absolutely made here in longmont Right, right here in Longmont. All right, and you'll be here till 6, right? We'll be here till 6, probably later. Okay, yeah, so if you want to come by, uh, get a tour of the shop. Again, precision firearms at their finest, and uh, we've had a few people that, uh, you know, own their own weapons, and uh, actually just had a gentleman walk up to you a little while ago wanting to yep. do some restoration. Yep, we're going to fix up his 1100, get him all dialed in. Uh, restoration kind of lost steam, and we're going to finish it up for him. So, Jeremy, we'll get him good taken care of. Right. So for those that maybe don't know anything about Phoenix Weaponry, they just found us on the radio dial, don't know anything about you, tell us a little bit of the history and what you guys do. Well, we're a full custom weapons manufacturer, so we actually physically make all of our own products. We do all of our own suppressors, all of our own designs, handguards, uppers, lowers. Yeah. So uh, we actually do all of our own design work, everything all in-house. So it's all very important to us how things are made, why they're made the certain ways, the materials that they're even made out of. And so we've got six CNC machining centers, full design team, the works. We can do everything from gunsmithing, restorations, rebarreling, barrel threading, suppressed long-range weapon systems. We can do CQB weapons. Pistols, shotguns, it does not matter. We can take care of it. <laughs> Anything to do with a firearm, you can do it. Yeah. And then we also do uh, industrial manufacturing. So for uh, like we do parts for aerospace, uh, medical, um, let's see, uh, automation companies. Uh, so we actually do prototypes for people and full-run production. Wow, that's great. What are you finding visiting around with the folks that have come here today for the first time? What are some of the things well, they're looking for? It's kind of fun to watch their face when they see our wall of guns. You know, yeah. when they see all the custom weapons up there, and they see that's uh, kind of something you don't see every day, every place. So uh, we even have stuff we've actually handmade all the wood for the AR platform. Um, you know, and then they, we got a 1919 belt fed sitting on our coffee table. So. I know, that is cool. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun to watch people's face when you see, like, the mix of the old and the new. You know, and what we do here. So Right. PhoenixWeaponry.com is the website. Again, if you can't make it out here today, come by sometime, see Aaron, let him know you heard about him on Sportsman of Colorado. They'll give you a tour of the shop. Uh, again, that's located at 1822 Skyway Drive. And um, 
Try to get a setting here a little bit better. And um, uh, just right off 119 and really head west on 119 and just about a mile up or so on yeah, the left, bad. right? We actually went out there this morning. I threw a couple yard signs out at 5 and County Road 3.5 and, and another one right at the entrance of the parking lot. So okay. try to make it easy for everybody. All right. Or, or follow the smell of the hot dogs and hamburgers and bratwurst. Absolutely. And, again, a lot of other vendors out here and friends, and we just want to give these fine folks one more mention. Friends of the NRA, Castlegate Knives. Again, they're in Sedalia. Uh, beautiful, beautiful knives there. If you're into knives, this is a place to get them. Black Forest Tactical, Steiner, uh, Liberty Firearms, uh, Long Shadow Holsters, American Mountain Supply. And, uh, again, Aaron and them doing a great job out here. And also, and that's pronounced NITU. Yep. Uh, N-I-T-U-C-O. And uh, they make binoculars, night vision, glasses. Uh, you can check out their website at binoculars and scopes, and that's N. The letter N in between the word binocular and scopes, so binocularsandscopes.com. So, well, I tell you, it's great to see the growth. And, uh, again, man, congratulations you and your family. I know this has been a, um, a lot of work to even make today happen. Again, we appreciate you having John Rush and his crew out here with Drive Radio as well. And, uh, man, just thankful for our partnership. And uh, we'll get you back on here before we get out of here. Yeah, today. glad to have you guys out and hope you guys got plenty to eat. So. All right. Oh, no, we did, and I'm going to get some more before Good. I leave. Yeah, I'm going to get some more before I leave. Yeah. All right. All right. That's Aaron Casey. Uh, again, phoenixweaponry.com. Come out and see us, 1822 Skyway Drive. And uh, welcome here. We'll get Alan Stack on for a few minutes and come back and visit with Alan a little bit more. But, Alan, man, like you said, this has grown pretty wow, cool. this is something else. From, was it last year we were here? Yeah, in the year, yeah, we've been here the last two years. Two years, and, yeah. Oh, how it's grown. It's amazing. Absolutely. And Alan has had been a uh, a little busy too. Uh, We've been growing too. A month or so ago, growing, growing, and got a new location. Their new location is at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver, and that's just right off of Evans and Monaco in a shopping center there. Um, how's the best way to tell everybody? It's, you know, it's on the southwest corner. It's right behind the Walgreens there, and um Oh, we've got parking now. We have a huge sign, which we haven't had in the past. After 49 years in Cherry Creek, they're tearing down our building and building condos. And that was, so, I know that was a sad, <laughs> emotional thing for you a little bit. But I, I think it's, it's turning out for the best. We have a beautiful new space, a lot of room, lots be- much better display, a huge exam room for the doctor. And so far, the reception has just been incredible. Wow, and that's great. And a lot more walk-in traffic is available there for you as well. A lot of walk-in. Again, you can get your $69 eye exam with Stack Optical. And, um, again, every year I do this with Alan and uh, his doc there. And uh, I'm telling you, this is a very, very thorough eye exam. And uh, I was talking with a gentleman a little bit earlier, and I said, you know what makes shooting not fun anymore is when you can't see what you're shooting at. So uh, whether that's target practicing or hunting. So really – Today we're going to talk about the Stack Sports Pack, and this is a, a pair of glasses, um, really some sunglasses that Alan can do different tints with. You can just take the lens out, pop it out, slip a new lens in, uh, different tints. You can put the optical correction where needed, really to enhance any activity in the outdoors because you do them for golf and a lot of other things. But, boy, for shooting. Uh, oh, it's nice because then mean, you can crucial. take out just one lens and put in your shooting lens. And that shooting lens, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, but I would say 80% of the time it's an upside-down bifocal that I put in there. So you acquire your target, you tilt your head, there comes your front sight, you squeeze the target. Or you squeeze the trigger. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, or you can lift it up and use the, the uh, distance vision for scope and optics. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a wonder. And then you pop that lens out, pop in the other lens for just regular sunglasses, for golf. I make them for a variety of activities. Absolutely. And, you know, you got your own lab right there. That makes you a little different right there. Yeah, we can do a lot of custom work. I mean, we do a lot of rimless eyewear. And, you know, sometimes we decide, hey, we need to make that shape a little bit different than what it's coming with. I can change it right there. I have a CAD program in the back, and I can design things on the spot. Right. StackOptical.com, their number, 303-321-1578, 303-321-1578. And, um, you know, the great thing is they're available on Saturday for you, too, uh, for your convenience. Of course, they're open Monday through Friday. And, again, if you'll check out their website, a lot of great information there. 
Uh, Saturdays they are 9 to 5, Monday through Friday 9 to 5.30. And um, I promise you this is just something, you know, you don't really think about needing glasses sometimes to get a little older. And uh, it's a great thing to when it really enhances, especially your shooting. Um, you know, I don't know the ones you've made for me, my progressive uh, lenses I wear, of course, and then a, my stack sports pack and shown that off quite a bit today. And a lot of people have loved it. So hopefully they're going to come out and see it. But the tents, I mean, man. So bright today. I, I wish I had my brown lens with me today because I, I oh, wear this. You, that orange, orange is, is really bright. <laughs> <laughs> but I was even wearing the brown, and it seemed a little too bright out here. So I put in my gray lenses, which I typically drive drive with. Right. And to cut down that, it's just so bright out here on the parking lot. Gotcha. Again, we are coming to you live from Phoenix Weaponry. Items are still on the grill. We got burgers, brats, a few elk products from our good friends over at Steve Meat Market as well. Hope you'll come see us. And, again, a lot of great friends out here and other supporters for Aaron's Open House here at Phoenix Weaponry. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Jim and uh, if I can talk Kim into coming on as well, but Jim Reed. Uh, Jim has returned recently from a safari with our good friends at Bushman's Quiver. And uh, we're going to get Jim on. And then a little bit later in the show, Ashley Lubinsky is going to join us. And Ashley is the curator at the Cody Firearm Museum. Been a friend of our show for a number of years. And we're going to look forward to talking with Ashley. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. And because we know that your pet will have many different needs throughout its life, We offer complete pet care services every day, all at one location. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care, surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or toys, we are here for your pet seven days a week. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we know that you want the very best for your pet, which is why you can count on us to provide top-notch care in everything we do. We are certified with the highest rankings by the American Animal Hospital Association and hold a gold star rating with the Better Business Bureau. You and your pet can visit us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more about us by visiting our website at LoneTreeVet.com or just give us a call at 303-708-8050. You were injured in an accident. At first, you didn't worry about it too much. I mean, accidents happen, right? But then the pain started to keep you up all night, and the doctor bills started to pile up. And to top it all off, the person responsible is just avoiding you altogether. So now you're stuck with a bunch of bills that you can't afford. No need to worry. Call me, Kevin Flesh, and get a professional opinion about what you can do. I'll answer all of your questions relating to the accident, and I'll help you to determine if you're entitled to compensation for pain and suffering. I have the experience and the knowledge to navigate the complex maze created by the insurance companies designed to minimize your claim. If you've been injured in an accident, call me, 303-806-8886, for a free consultation to find out how we can help you get the compensation you deserve. Tired of walking into gun stores and seeing the same guns everywhere you go? Check out our sponsor, Old Steel Historical Firearms. Hi, this is Scott Watley of Sportsman of Colorado. At Old Steel, they specialize in the purchase and sale of historical firearms. Need to get your firearm collection appraised? They can help. Buy, sell, trade, and consignments are welcome at Old Steel. Open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday, Old Steel Historical Firearms is located at 12 East Girard Avenue in Inglewood. That's just two blocks north of Hamden, off Broadway. Now you can own a piece of history at Old Steel Historical Firearms. Call 720-662-7252. That's 720-662-7252. Check out their website, oldsteelguns.com. Hi, Dan Johnson, General Manager at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. You know, I hear it all the time. If you give me a good enough deal, I'll buy your vehicle. So here it is. A 2017 Crew Cab 4x4 loaded for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or how about a 2017 Chevy Cruze sign and drive lease for only $199 a month? Heck, that's cheaper than a used car. And we'll pay top dollar for your trade-in. So go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
to Sportsman of Colorado. We are coming. Yes. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. My name is Scott Watley. Thank you so much for being with us. We are coming to you live from Phoenix Weaponry, 1822 Skyway Drive. Been out here all morning. John Rush, his crew from Drive Radio. A lot of great things happening. The grill is hot. If you're in the area, come by. We'd love to meet you and say hello. We've got Dennis on the line. Dennis, you're on Sportsman Colorado. How are you, sir? Hi, I'm doing good today. Dennis, you with us? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm doing good. What was your question? Can you hear me? Yeah, um, yes, sir. I got you now. Go ahead. Have, okay. Yeah. My my question um, is about cartridge safety that uh, we aren't addressing. We aren't addressing very well with uh, the litigation that um, people are afraid to to try to go against cartridge manufacturers. And so my experience was with Tula Ammo, and um, Fortune's Warehouse is carrying tool ammo, and I just thought I'd get a few boxes of that to try out on the range to sight in a bolt-action rifle that was in new uh, new condition. And uh, I shot a whole box of it, and so I wasn't on alert anymore. I wasn't wary of it. And then I had a cartridge that blew up in my face. It, it pushed the... Uh, back end of the bolt, uh, plastic cap into my eye, and uh, so I, I was a little frightened by that, and uh, I don't think cartridges like that should be sold at Sportsman's Warehouse or anywhere else, and I thought it was just uh, um, one, one bad fluke, and then I decided to be brave and go out on the range again, and I, I shot another bad cartridge, and it, it did the same thing, hit me in the eye, and my, my eyesight went bad for a while. And uh, I just want to say, beware. It's, it's not uh, worth using cheap ammo, and I don't know about suing a Russian company. There's nobody that wanted to take my case. So Call Trump. He'll, nice, he'll sue Russia. <laughs> the nice firearms we can get, but... Um, you know, we get custom firearms, and then um, I think sure. we need to focus on the cartridge safety too. Right now, what 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 were you shooting? What caliber? A thirty, a three hundred eight, and um, three hundred eight. I'm shooting Aaron, could that, Pika, I'm, Okay, I've Pika got Aaron uh, Casey. Right, I've got Aaron with us, owner of Phoenix Weaponry. Could it be the firearm more than the cartridge, or does it sound like a it, cartridge? It's hard to say. My my gunsmiths highly recommend you do not use any uh, ammunition offshore at all, um, especially if it's a nice firearm. Um, if you're running AKs and uh, you know com block weapons, you know that's pretty much what they're used to. Um, but you know, if you buy a fine weapon, it does not make sense to put cheap uh, ammunition in them, nor does it make any sense to put cheap optics on them either. So it's all kind of part of the game. Well, um, you know, with the Tula well, stuff, I it's um, their quality control is just not there. I, I think it just shouldn't even be sold rather than uh, try to make the, the consumer guess whether it's it's usable or not. Because Did you go back to real quick? Did you take it back and tell them? Me, well, you should be using uh, an autom- a semi-auto. You can't use a bolt-action rifle. For this ammo, well, bolt actions usually are able to run a higher pressure than semi-auto, so it shouldn't really be a big deal. Um, when you're buying ammunition, yeah. and the the cheaper the ammo, the less quality control, because you can only skimp on products in certain directions. You can skimp on materials, quality control, and then your final product packaging and things like that. So there's only so many places you can cut corners, and if you cut corners on all of them, well, you know, you're playing with well, something that about, probably you shouldn't be touching. What about stopping the sales of? Yeah, it's not going to happen. Americans want Americans want cheap ammo. They want to go blow up as much ammo as they possibly can as fast as they can, and that's why Tool is here. And they they blow well, up guns on a regular I'm, basis. And it's I'm just be not ammunition we'd recommend. I have a lot more quality control with my own reloading. Absolutely. Than that. Yep. Sure. Yeah, we highly okay, recommend it. Uh, just make sure you watch in. your powder throw. 
Yeah, Dennis, hey, we appreciate the alert, and uh, we'll keep our eyes and ears open for that because that's a dangerous situation. you got ammo blowing up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants and that I happening, and we appreciate the call. Okay, I clocked it on chronograph, too, and it's not very fast ammo. Okay. Okay, great, Dennis. Hey, we appreciate the call, man. Thanks for listening. All right, we're coming to you live once again from Phoenix Weaponry out here at 1822 Skyway Drive. Going to go now, we're going to talk a little bit about our good friends at Bushman's Quiver Quality African Safaris. Uh, We just returned uh, on the 10th of August from our trip, but uh, through this uh, network, uh, we come to become friends with people that also go over and hunt with Bushman's Quiver as well. And uh, Jim and Kim Reed recently returned. And uh, Kim is a little radio shy. I may have to twist your arm to get her on. But right now, we're going to talk to Jim. So, uh, Jim, how are you, sir? I'm fine. Good to be here. Hey, man, great to have you and your wife here. And, uh, boy, beautiful day. Appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us a little bit and uh, trying to get Kim set up here, Kim. So uh, hopefully that will fit you all right. Just bring that mic around there close by your mouth there, and we'll try to get you on as well. But um, so, Jim, um, was this your first time to Africa, or had you been before? I had been to Africa, but I was not on a hunting trip, uh, backpacking, uh, way back in 1980. So okay. In North Africa. So first time on a hunting trip, a safari. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, Bushman's Quiver, um, as I told you, you know, my first time to go with them was in 2013, and I've now been fortunate enough to go back uh, four times <laughs> since then. And uh, But... What would you say to folks that are maybe been thinking about an African safari, um, you know, don't know who to choose, whatever? Just give us a, a brief your thoughts on Bushman's Quiver. Well, I did a lot of shopping around before we decided. I had uh, talked to Stefan with Bushman's Quiver for, I believe, three years before I finally committed, and I had talked with a lot of other safari outfits as well. Mm-hmm. So I tried to educate myself as best I could, and... He offered uh, uh, as much or more than anybody else I talked to. His prices are very competitive. And now that I'm, I've been through it and back home, I made a very wise decision. Um, my wife and I are planning on going back. Uh, 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 where to begin with, she, she said, well, this is a one-time deal. And uh, we both had a fantastic time. Um, the people were fantastic. Um, just the country, the animals, uh, every facet of, of our vacation was way beyond my expectations. Right. Uh, we, we've hunted a lot of different places, and usually only once or twice I've went back for a second time, and this is a place I'll go back a second time for the, sure. The hardest day is the day you have to leave. Yes, it That's is. That's the it bummer. Is, <laughs> it is. Uh, we were there for 12 12 days in the field, and it went in the blink of an eye. Yeah. It, it, it did. Um, and the, the animals you see, uh, regardless of what, uh, whether you want to go over there with a rifle or, or a bow or with a camera, mm-hmm. uh, just to see the animals over there is mind-boggling. Um, the country is beautiful, um, and it varies quite a lot. We went from the northern Limpopo region down to the Free State and it was completely different. Right. Um, uh, some areas have thorns on er- everything. That everything grows. you walk by. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> Which, uh, uh, but uh, the trip of a lifetime, uh, no matter how experienced you are, it is uh, something that you've never done before if, if you've never been over there. All right. Okay. Uh, so, Kim, thanks for being with us, too. All right, let me turn your microphone up here. All right, uh, there you are. So um, uh, from the female wife perspective, what were your thoughts before you went? And then give us your side of your trip. Well, I have to say I was a little hesitant in agreeing to do this. Um, it was the longest. I've never been overseas, and I've been on several hunting trips with my husband. I'm a non-hunter, but I enjoy the experiences. And... Um, Long story short, all I can say is I'm so glad that I went. I've, I've never had such a great time, and the experience and the people, as you said, uh, was just nothing I can compare it to. I mean, it's just been, it was just 
fabulous. All right. Now, most time, the the women, they're a little bit more worried about the accommodations, the food, you know, yes. what's it going to be like, bugs everywhere, whatever. <laughs> so just take a minute and, uh, you know, fill in our female listeners and maybe those where maybe their husbands have been trying to get them to go. They don't want to go. Talk about it just from your side of just uh, what you felt about the accommodations and all. The accommodations couldn't have been better. I, I mean, it was just, we were out in the middle of nowhere, but you wouldn't have known it where you would stay, where you were staying. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, everything you could want. And if there was something you needed, all you had to do was ask, and it was there. Um, we had an individual chalet that we stayed in. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so you, the privacy is there. Sure. Yes. Um, yes. It, I mean, it's just, it's not roughing it whatsoever i right. mean it's just it was just unbelievable i think we gained it, weight on the trip actually. i think so no, we, we all do trust me and that was my next question uh what were you guys thoughts on the meals oh they were just fabulous um and more than you could eat i mean and anything you wanted if there was something you didn't care for all you have to do is ask for something else and it was there i mean it was just incredible Great. Wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so you tell everybody, if you're thinking about it, check out BushmansQuiver.com. Absolutely. D- definitely. They're very honest, good people, very honest people, and they've got a lot to offer. They really do. Um, I've compared with other countries uh, and in South Africa, other uh, PHs and their outfitting business, and I don't know where I'd go to do any better. Right. And the trophies I co- that I collected were far and away more than I ever expected. Um, so let's go over just a few of the animals that you took. Well, um, at the beginning of our trip, we went south to the Free State, and there were three animals in that area that, oh, maybe the quality wasn't quite as good up north or they weren't there. I took a black wildebeest and a common springbuck and a red hartebeest uh, in, the, uh, in the Free State. Uh, which is south of Johannesburg, down towards Cape Town. And then we went north north of uh, um, Johannesburg near Matamoli. And when I was there, I took um, a kudu. Should I, should I sure. list everything you off? bet. I took a kudu, I took a gimsbok, a blue wildebeest, an impala, a warthog, a zebra, a blessbok, a waterbuck, and a sable. Um, <laughs> So I went over with a list of 10 animals that, quote-unquote, I was hopeful to take, um, and I added two while I was over there. Yeah, sure. We all do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was warned ahead of time that uh, that happens with about everybody. Right. Um, Did one of the uh, stalks or one of the experiences stand out more than any other on all the animals you took? Uh, One of them, I recovered every animal um, upon shooting it except the blue wildebeest. And we probably tracked for, and and part of going to Africa is watching a tracker do his job. Absolutely. And uh, uh, Jotham was the name of our tracker. Uh, an excellent guy. Absolutely fabulous. And we did not recover it until the next day. But when you're uh, back in the bush and we had found a, a dead kudu that a uh, leopard had eaten part of, and just that little extra edge. Um, I've been around bears and big bears up north and stuff, sure. but this is a different environment. And, and just the the adventure level, I thought, was uh, very exciting. Um, we didn't find it till the next day, but we were probably within 30 to 40 yards of it when we turned around when it was just too dark to, to go on. Gotcha. And, it, and it wasn't safe. Yeah. So, yeah. Once again, you're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We are coming to you live from Phoenix Weaponry. Their event today is an open house, and they will be here till 6 p.m. And I hope you'll come by and see us. We're at 82, 1822, excuse me, 1822 Skyway Drive here in Longmont. When we come back, we're going to visit, uh, finish up with Jim a little bit more on his uh, trip with Bushman's Quiver, talk about the experience with the PH, professional hunter, and uh, get a few more comments from him. And then Ashley Lubinsky is going to join us. Ashley's been a great friend of our show ever since we started. She is the curator at the Cody Firearm Museum, and we're going to talk a little bit about all the museum has to offer and all the cool things there. So our line are open. If you've got any questions or comments, we'll take your calls at 303-477-5600. This is Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. 
This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coding, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Rampart Firearms in Sedalia. This is a great store, family owned and operated. They buy, sell, trade, and consign firearms. You will find a great selection of new and pre-owned handguns, shotguns, and rifles. If you can't find the gun you want, Rampart Firearms will special order your gun at no extra cost. Found a gun on the internet? Rampart Firearms will do one firearm transfer and the background check for only $10 if you mention Sportsman of Colorado. Rampart Firearms, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Located at Highway 67 in Santa Fe in Sedalia. Rampart Firearms opens seven days a week. 720-468-0050. Well, we did it now. Hi, Dan Johnson from Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. And we received a special allocation of over 600 new Chevrolets. And we're out of room. So to relieve our problem, check these deals out. A 2017 Silverado Crew Cab 4x4 for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or lease a 2017 Chevy Cruze for only $199 a month, sign and drive. Or a 2017 Chevrolet Equinox for up to $6,000 off MSRP. Go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads rush to reason with john rush weekdays from three to seven on klz 560 Welcome back to sportsman of colorado thank you so much for being with us once again we're coming to you live from phoenix weaponry out here at 1822 skyway drive in longmont be here till six o'clock uh you come take a tour of the facility uh, they're still cooking some things on the grill, and a lot of other great partners are here, friends of the NRA, Castlegate Knives out in Sedalia, Black Forest Tactical, Steiner, Liberty Firearms, Long Shadow Holster, and American Mountain Supply, and also the two uh, CO, and uh, you can check out their website. Uh, Nick Natu is here, and uh, binoculars and scopes. Dot com, and uh, they'll get you fixed up there. We're talking with Jim and Kim Reed now. They returned recently from a safari with Bushman's Quiver, and again, um, great, great time to go to Africa. And you just want to pick the right person. I know we do the International Sportsman's Expo, and there's um, 20 to 30 different people there and a lot of good companies. I'm not saying there's not other good companies, but I'm telling you, everybody you talk to, Jim and Kim, I think as you've talked to people at the different shows and different open houses that we've done with Bushman's Quiver, uh, everybody pretty much comes back with the same message. This yes. is the most incredible trip of our life. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely. It's it's it's, uh, uh, it's one common denominator with everybody. Um, and I don't know what more they could do for you and the areas that they have, um, you're, you're going to have a fabulous time. You're going to see the animals you, you go over there to see. Right. Um, and I thought I was going to, uh, be more selective than what might be there. And I, I'm just flabbergasted at the trophies I took. Sure. Um, way above average. Right. So, and real quick, just got a couple minutes left here, but, um, um, PH, uh, FC, I think, was your professional hunter yes. uh, that went with you. Yes. Uh, take just a minute and then talk about that experience hunting with a PH like that. Uh, a little bit different. I've hunted on uh, guided trips quite a few. Um, FC is extremely knowledgeable, and between him and the tracker, their eyes are phenomenal. Right. Um, just you, you hear about it over there. You have no idea until you see what they do in person. Um I think I've got a pretty good eye. I was blindfolded compared to those guys. Yeah. Um, they're very well trained. Um, and there, there's no pressure to take this animal or that animal sure. or whatever. And you just have a great time. They're like friends from day one. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, I yeah. had met him at the Denver Sports Show. And uh, I w- 
I really liked him when I met him, and I was just tickled when I got him as my PH. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a ball every day from morning until night, and you go as hard as you want or or not. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he made that clear up front, but uh, – we, we went pretty hard. We did well. We yeah. did very well. Well, great. So. Well, man, it's been a pleasure to have you guys out today. wish we had a couple hours to just talk about this. I love talking about South Africa. But check out Bushmansquiver.com. And, again, at Sportsman of Colorado, of course, uh, they advertise with us, but I am also on their pro staff here in the United States. So if we can ever be of help with you uh, in setting up a safari, uh, you can certainly reach me at scott at sportsmanofcolorado.com or give the station a call and we will get hooked up. So, again, thanks for coming out and spending a few hours with us today. I know it's been a long day, but we appreciate you hanging out. Not a problem. Not Thank a problem. you very much. All right, Thank Kim, you. we're going to look forward to getting you back over okay, there too. Yes. All right. <laughs> thanks, Good. Scott. All right. Thank you. All right, and uh, maybe just a quick note, we're going to blow through that last break here to take advantage of our time here with our last guest and a great friend uh, personally and of our show, Ashley Lubinsky. And Ashley is the, I'll tell you, what is the right title now? Because I read something about Robert W. Woodruff, Curator, Cody Firearm Museum. Is that? That is correct. You got it. All right, good deal. And uh, Ashley, um, I'm telling you, we met uh, several years ago. Stop, yeah, I, I, you stopped by and terrified me. I remember stopped that. Stopped by the museum. <laughs> yeah, because I told the guy at the front desk, I said, uh, I said, uh, my name's Scott. She doesn't know me. And I said, but uh, just see if she'll come up here. And I think Ashley was like, who is this stalker that's out here? Yeah. So uh, that was awesome. And um, turn you up just a little bit here, they said, back in the studio. And um, so um, curator. Fill us in on what that position means. Oh, gosh. Uh, a curator at the Buffalo Bill Center of the West, which is the overarching uh, organization. There's five museums. I run the Cody Firearms Museum. So we kind of operate like mini directors. So I manage day-to-day operations, budgets, grants, all that fun stuff. But then I also lecture lecture around the United States, up in Canada. I publish on firearms. I design new exhibitions. Right now, we're actually completely renovating the Firearms Museum. So I'm the project director on that, responsible for selecting all the objects, writing all the content for that and then all the way down to i'm really good at picking vinyl off of glass yeah (laughs) (laughs) i tell you and you travel i mean we need to say we're friends on facebook you are just all over the place with your job and a lot of cool things yeah it's, it's kind of crazy you know you never think that when you're a museum curator that you'd be traveling every week but i've had a really great opportunity with the museum to go out and work with other museums that have firearms collections but no one on staff that knows how to like safely check their firearms secure their firearms uh, and so i've been traveling a lot for that i give lectures all over the place i go and film for different tv shows and so basically just doing any advocacy work that i can for firearms in today's society but that's and also the historical relevance of them throughout all of American history. And so I travel a lot for that purpose with the museum and then also my consulting business, which is the gun code. Right. Now, how did you first of all, and I know we talked about this a couple years ago, but I mean, how did someone like yourself, because most females are not firearm enthusiasts like you, how did you get into this? Well, I did not grow up around guns, which is always surprising for a lot of people. I uh, grew up figure skating and then ballroom dancing, so I couldn't have been pretty much further than that. <laughs> but I was interested in the history of medicine, and so I thought I wanted to be a doctor. And that ended. Um, but I, I was always fascinated by how the advancements of weapons technology altered how medical technology had to function on the battlefield. And I grew up in Pennsylvania, so I was close to Gettysburg. And I went on a Civil War medicine tour, and they talked about the, the evolution, the change from, like, a round musket ball to the, you know, conically shaped minier ball. And I was kind of fascinated by that transition. And so I decided I'm going to work in the history field. My mom told me to be employed if I was going to do that. I was right. a freshman in college. And so... So I switched my major to history, and I got an internship for a military museum, and they essentially put 200 guns in front of me from the Civil War through modern military conflict, and I had to identify what it was, what had been modified, all that accession material, and I just got hooked. And so I decided to do everything I could to learn about firearms. I've shot anything from, like, a matchlock all the way up through modern machine guns, and I worked at any museum that would take me. I ended up as a research fellow at the Smithsonian's Firearms Collection for about three years, while I got my master's degree in history, uh, focusing in firearms. And then I've been with Cody for six years. Wow. Yeah. How cool. So how is the museum, uh, again, you took us through there, but how is the museum 
kind of divide it up? Are there certain eras of firearms in different stages as you walk through? So the current museum is organized uh, almost chronologically, and one thing that I always like to point out, the Buffalo Bill Center of the West is obviously the spirit of the American sure. West, and we very much you know, talk about the story of Buffalo Bill and uh, Western natural history, but the Firearms Museum is encyclopedic, starting all the way back with crossbows from the 1200s and going all the way up to our most recent manufacturer of firearms, 2016. So we very much tell the entire story of firearms history. And so we've got a couple of different chronologies. One's the chronology of sporting arms, another's the chronology of military history, and then we have a major firearms by manufacturer section as well. In the new museum that we're doing, we're going to kind of merge those timelines because especially when you're talking about early firearms development, a lot of times you are talking about the battlefield. And so it's hard to kind of tell those narratives separate. So we're going to start to tell them kind of integrally how things worked on the battlefield and things that didn't work on the battlefield became sporting arms, you know, in the 1600s. Sure. And so we want to be able to really contextualize the firearms in the new museum. But yet chronologically, and we pretty much have something for everyone in the firearms museum. Ashley Lubinsky is our guest once again. She is the Robert W. Woodruff Curator of the Cody Firearm Museum. And I'm telling you, if you're ever going through that area, you've got to stop in and see it. And uh, uh, I think Jim, our guest previously, said he went through and spent a day uh, there. So, I mean, you can certainly spend all the time uh, that you can there. And what's the cost to go through it? Oh, goodness, I don't know what the cost is now. Okay, just but it's, it, it's but very it's inexpensive. A, yeah, I want to say it's $18. I yeah. know they just changed the, the price on it, but it's two-day admission, which is really important because okay. five museums, seven-acre roof. Right. So you got a lot to see. Now, the other day on Facebook, you were actually laying on the floor next to some rifle that looked about 40 feet long on Facebook. What was that? That was a punt gun. So it was a shotgun, actually. And um, it, it was a running joke that we've had because a couple of years ago I filmed a video about a four-gauge shotgun that's about 20 pounds, and I was holding it, and I made a joke that I said, you know, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't want to shoulder this. I'm five feet tall and 100 pounds. And um, a bunch of people on the Internet were like, no, that's a punt gun. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it is actually a shoulder fire gun. So as a joke, we pulled the punt gun out and we lay down next to it because it's about two of my body lengths and what a punt gun was it's a really really large four single shot for each loading shotgun that you would put on a boat called a punt and it was used for commercial uh, wildfowl so very unethical now you take out a bunch sure. you know all in one shot and that one was actually a holland in holland so if you're familiar with high-end double rifles double shotguns um they made punt guns back in the 1800s. Wow. And so we, we like to sometimes pull out some of our more curious items and have a little bit of fun with them. Sure. Now, Westerns. Um, you have a, one cool section there. Uh, I noticed where you have a lot of the uh, uh, pistols like Bonanza deal, yes. all the different things. And uh, talk about just some of the cool. Now, the one uh, Jimmy Stewart mm-hmm. movie, 1873 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Talk about that scenario of that movie and. Actually, oh, what yeah. we were seeing, and just some of that aspect of the movie guns. Oh, yeah, we have a movie gun collection right now, and we have uh, things from Longmire right now in our Glock exhibition, believe it or not. Wow. Um, and we do have a lot of the Westerns. We've got Gary Cooper's Revolver from High Noon. We've got um, Have Gun, Will Travel, Paladin's Gun, and Business Card. Uh, but then we also have a really cool Winchester Model 71, which is used uh, off-camera during the movie Winchester 73 with Jimmy Stewart, which came out in 1950 with Universal um, and the the reason you obviously don't see the 71 is because I always say Jimmy Stewart wasn't the lead of that. It was the Winchester Model 1873, one of 1,000, because it almost travels throughout that movie like a character. Yes. And we do have a Winchester Model 1873, one of 1,000, but then we also have the 71 that Herb Parsons used. Now, Herb Parsons, if you're not familiar, was an amazing exhibition shooter for Winchester, and he was technical advisor on that film. So in one of the scenes where Jimmy Stewart's, I believe it's the shooting competition, um, that Jimmy Stewart's, you know, simulating the shooting while her Parsons is standing next to him doing the actual shooting with his 71 and um, that was the gun he used and then as kind of gratitude from the from the cast they all signed the stock so Jimmy Stewart's name is inlaid into it everybody else's name wow. and then the coin that Jimmy Stewart quote-unquote shoots through um, in, in the movie there's one embedded into the stock of the 71 so it's pretty cool oh, wow yeah. that is so awesome um, so what's your favorite part as far is there a certain era um, of guns that you get to deal with and talk about that you're kind of your favorite part of it? 
Well, one thing that I always point out with my job is that I have to know a little bit about a lot. You know, I've got to know about the context of firearms history overall. I've got to know about, you know, each of the eras. And so I'm always grateful to the people that I know that are experts in specific eras. But the one that I'm getting really interested in, which I never thought because I was, you know, East Coaster, I'm from, you know, I love flintlocks right. and early percussion guns. But I'm really into post-World War II experimentations in synthetics right now. Um, synthetic firearms, we've got amazing prototypes that are currently in our vaults because when they opened the Cody Firearms Museum in 1991, they were pushing a little bit more towards that Western narrative, so it just didn't fit in the museum. But the new museum we're doing right now has um, all of that gun history. So on that timeline, we have specific sections that will look at more modern manufacture of firearms and where firearms can go into the future. So I've gotten real into that. Wow. Now, how, how's the best way? It's right in Cody. Right. I mean, I've been there, but I'm trying to think. I'll just <laughs> kill people. small, so you kind of yeah. can't miss it. <laughs> okay. And so uh, go there, though, and check this out again. Now, you're open seven days a week? Right now we are. Come wintertime because it's a little cold and we don't really have that many people. We do go to a shorter, uh, I think want to say it's Wednesday through Sunday. But right now we are seven days a week and we are eight to six. Okay, great. And uh, we've got a few more minutes here. We're still going to be here um, till 6 o'clock, and uh, we will be here till 2 here with our show. But, again, if we are coming to you live from Phoenix Weaponry at 1822 Skyway Drive, just off Highway 119, they're off I-25. We'd love to see you here uh, still today. And if you can't get by, come by sometime. Check out phoenixweaponry.com. You can check out all the hours. Come take a tour of the shop. And, again, we certainly appreciate Aaron Casey having uh, John Rush, Drive Radio, and uh, all the KLZ crew out here today. Quick programming note for next week because of Labor Day weekend, uh, but we are going to be having uh, Jim Shockey on September 2nd, and uh, certainly looking forward to that interview. And um, we will have that September 2nd, and uh, Jim will join us from 1 to 1.30. So make a note of that. And, uh, boy, I tell you, great. Uh, when I say great interview, don't mean that from my standpoint. I mean just very interesting with Jim Shockey. Again, if you're into the hunting world at all, you know that name. And, um, again, we want to thank all the other friends out here, friends of the NRA, Castlegate Knives, Black Forest Tactical, Steiner, Liberty Firearms, Long Shadow Holsters, American Mountain Supply, and then uh, – NITU CO. Don't know why that trips me up. It's only six letters, but N I T U C O, uh, binoculars and scopes.com. So, and this is a great thing for family. I want to push this for family because a lot of times when people go from Colorado, Wyoming, it's a family trip. And so don't think it's just for guys, kind of, because I mean, it's cool. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and like I said, we've got five museums. So if firearms aren't your thing, um, then, you know, we have an art museum. We have a natural history museum. The natural history museum actually rescues injured raptors. So we do a raptor program. Kids love that. Oh, I didn't know. Um, yeah. we, have shoot, we have a shooting gallery up in the front of the museum, which is always, you always see families there with, like, kids. And then they're, like, moms or dads showing them how to, you know, mount a shoulder there, the rifle, how to hold the revolvers that we have. And so it's, it's a very hands-on organization. And we always have lots of families that come through and I know I've been saying it but in the new museum it's going to be even more hands-on uh, for families and then for also we get a lot of people through the door that know nothing about guns right. because they're on their way to Yellowstone and they stop in to see the art museum or they stop in to see the Plains Indian Museum and they stumble across our museum <laughs> so we have a really neat opportunity to reach people who would otherwise never go to a firearms museum but because they pay their admission to all five museums they wander wow. in <laughs> so in the new museum we're, we're one going to get more guns on display because you can never put too many guns on display but then we're also really tailoring some sections for hands-on so that people can see how a matchlock works people can work a lever on a gun and people can actually um, experience two different types of shooting simulators while they're there so it'll be very family oriented but it'll also be oriented for people who really don't know anything about guns to start to process the why why guns are so important to our history to international history and then also have a sense and don't feel overwhelmed by all the terminology that gets thrown at them sure, when they come sure. into the museum now, you've also had some presidents uh, that have, I guess their uh, estate has given you guns, right? Well, it's actually, we have a presidential collection. Presidential it's, from, it's from Winchester predominantly. And that was because Winchester presented these firearms to various presidents. And once they're not in their political office, if it was given for their political office, then it either goes on public display or goes back to the manufacturer, which is how we have some of those. But we've got uh, Theodore Roosevelt's Winchester, which is actually on loan from Sagamore Hill. That was his 95-405 that he took with him on African Safari in 1909. We've got um, Calvin Coolidge's 1894. So 
serial number million, which was given to him on Christmas. Uh, we've got Kennedy's Model 70, Reagan's 60, Winchester Model 64. I want to say Lyndon Johnson's is a 94, but in the 66th centennial. And then um, we have Eisenhower's 94 as well. Wow. I, I don't know I how you that. remember all this. <laughs> I tried to remember where I was going to be today, and she's like quoting an encyclopedia. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this is a, a great, great uh, museum. Again, if you're ever in that Cody area, I promise you uh, it will be worth every minute you can spend there. And uh, five museums. So when you, you can buy a ticket then, they get you in all five. It, yeah, that's the only ticket you can get. So the, um, you go in and you've got, it's almost like um, spokes on a wheel. There's a central hub that's a circle and then all the museums are set around it. And the Firearms Museum is the first one to the right. And I got to plug because uh, the center itself is the number one attraction in Cody on TripAdvisor. But the oh. Firearms Museum on its own is number two. We're the most visited and most popular um, of the museums. Wow. So that's kind of cool, right? Well, cool. Well, listen, I know you came all the way down here from Cheyenne to be on the radio 20 minutes, but I'm appreciative <laughs> no of problem. it. And it's wonderful to see you and uh, um, looking forward to uh, getting back up there and uh, seeing you again. You'll have Cody. to do a show from, from Cody. I know. I need to do that. Yeah, I can just bring the equipment. We can do that. We'll figure that out. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank all of our guests today. Uh, Jimmy Kim Reed, again, our friends from Bushman's Quiver. Alan Stack, Stack Optical. Again, check out the Stack Sports Pack. Alan's new address is 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. You can reach them at 303-321-1578. Ask for your Sportsman of Colorado Drive Radio Special. We've got it, $69 for an eye exam. And, again, that is a very, very thorough eye exam. And uh, I do that every year with Alan's doctor there. And uh, check out the Stack Sports Pack as well. Again, thank all the other folks that have come out here today, friends of NRA, Castlegate Knives, Black Force Tactical, Steiner, Liberty Firearms, Long Shadow Holsters, American Mountain Supply. And again, September 2nd, Jim Shockey will join us from 1 to 1.30 on our show, and we are looking forward to that interview. Aaron Casey, want to thank him, his family, and crew for being out here. Terrific folks. Thank you for having John Rush, his crew from Drive Radio and Sportsman of Colorado. We are going to be checking out of here, but I hope you'll come by. We will be, they will be here till 6 o'clock tonight. And, again, they are normally open Monday through Friday, some Saturdays. You can catch them at Tanner Gun Shows as well. And, again, we thank you for being with us today. For everybody here at Phoenix Weaponry, my name is Scott Watley. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.